The world can be a messy place. Yep. And we at Wisconsin's Afternoon News think it could do with a little more nice. 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 Oh, that's nice. Say something nice to me. This is Something Nice on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Well, my something nice news could be yeah. attend to nothing Brewers yeah. home opener. Go with it. Boom. New York Mets, but I can kick it up a notch because this has something to do with the Brewers game today. Nice. You know the 50-50 raffle. Oh, sure. See the people in the orange mm-hmm. shirts out in the parking lots and yeah. throughout the concourses, first half of the game, selling those tickets, and you see that jackpot creep up on the digital signs yeah. throughout the game, and you're like, oh, what I couldn't do with a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks. Well, that jackpot got up to $35,000 today. Whoa. And I met not only the ticket seller who sold that winning ticket, I met the winners. Nice. So Trina is the ticket seller, and uh, she gets great joy out of giving joy like this. This is Trina. I'm Trina Sonova. I am from Milwaukee, St. Francis, and I am a 50-50 raffle seller with the Milwaukee Brewers. And you sold the winning ticket today. I did. Opening day 2023, it was $35,622 goes to the winner, and $35,622 goes to the Brewers Community Foundation. All that money is going to go to different charities and not-for-profits throughout the state. Making a difference in our community. One game at a time. (laughs) One game at a time, Sandy. And so I did meet the winners, and they looked like Brewers fans. You were talking about people dressed up? Yes. Well, Sister Wendy, who was not the ticket holder, (laughs) but just as psyched for her sister Susie to win, she had one of those uh, macrame beer can hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those PBR woven hats. I make those while I'm watching TV at night. As you should. I would wear them proudly. Uh, But so, you know, it was just like it's fun to see people leaning all the way into the school spirit. So uh, conversation started with uh, Susie's sister, Wendy. Come to opening day, and um, Susie has always taken care of me. She's my older sister, and it's my birthday week. So, in the past, we've always purchased 50/50 tickets. This is the first. This is the first year that we've ever won, and we've been coming for about 20 years. So, what's your name? My name is Wendy. Wendy and Susie. Yep. You're starting off the season right. Yes. What was yes. your reaction when you found out you won $35,000? She screamed and it's like, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. And I'm like, give me that ticket, I have to look at it. And then I looked at it and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And then everybody around us was like, woo! We, we couldn't believe it. There's no, no way. There's no way. And then one lady's like, go upstairs, go upstairs. Go we went upstairs really quick. We were flirt. We had to do it right away. We didn't know. So yeah. we were so happy. Yeah, we didn't know there was a time element. So that was kind of good that they said go right away. Do you have any plans for this surprise money? Not right now, but I'm sure. Trip to, trip to Florida for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we go to Florida every year, we take our mom, so this will be nice a- a- addition yeah. to that. Yeah. Aww. We're going to pay for mom's trip. and Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Are they splitting at 50-50? I, I don't think they are. I think uh, I, don't, I didn't get that out of them, <laughs> but uh, I, think they, I think they're truly just stunned. Yes. That was a natural reaction because I walked by that community foundation's booth. They were had the great big check, got the fun photo and everything. And it is, again, a helpful hint. If you do buy 50-50, make sure you're paying attention in the sixth inning. Because you do need to claim it quickly because that's what they thought. Don't get overserved before they Yeah, make sure you get your cash. But it is really a great uh, program that started several years ago. And now Brewers Brewers Communities Foundations are able to support all the charities that they support because of this. And the very first one that they ever did was $2,200. And they were 
high-fiving each other, and now look how much it's grown. All right, Susie and Wendy, if you were in your car <laughs> driving home, we've got some tips on how you can spend that cash. <laughs> Rose Gray, Fox World Travel, with us live in our mobile studio, up next on WTMJ. Our friend Rose Gray from Fox World Travel is with us. You can hear her shows 9 o'clock on Saturday on WTMJ. I always check it out. I actually book my errands at 9 o'clock so that I'm out rolling around. (laughs) Rose, thank you for being with us. It was an easy task. There, it, it, a brewer win, and then I just come over to the tailgater. Oh, my gosh. Come I celebrate love it. with us. Yeah. So we want to get those sisters that won all that money a couple ideas. They're obviously big Brewers fans, how they can spend some of that cash. And I love this idea. The Brewers schedule with balanced scheduling this year means they play more teams on the road than they ever have in the past. And you have some ideas for some of the coolest cities that the Brewers will be visiting this year. Uh, what's on your list when you look at the schedule and the yeah. cool cities? So some of the things that, uh, some of the criteria for these cities to make the list is good fans. We'd like people to be nice to us as Brewer fans. Seattle, very nice people, oh, very nice yeah. people. And so much to do there. The Space Needle, Pike's Place. Oh, Have you been to place. Pike's Place? Yeah, where they throw the, the fish. fish at you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not want a fish thrown at you? It's a great market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and then and that's April. So you you know it's not stifling hot there. Nice. It's very nice. How about San Francisco? Ooh, yeah. yeah, they're very mellow there. They like Brewer fans there. Yep. Uh, Alcatraz, Pier Thirty Nine, the Golden Gate Bridge, and that's May fifth to the seventh. So kids are still in school, and it's you know it's a nice time. To I go. know a couple of people I'd buy a one way ticket to Alcatraz for. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but it good. is great to to build an experience around a Brewers game and then it get to experience the city. Exactly. And then I love Toronto. Toronto almost is like the New York of Canada. Uh, there's Broadway shows and there's good shopping and uh, it's a fun place to watch uh, baseball and you can go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, Greg and I spent about a week in Toronto covering the Bucks a couple of years ago and I didn't know anything about it. It's an incredible city. Really metropolitan, great restaurants, Great culture. And it's they sort really of talk cool. like us. They do. <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. That, that, why wouldn't you want to go to the Hockey yeah. First go to Seattle, get a fish thrown at you. <laughs> then go to Toronto and go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. After you go to the jail at Alcatraz, yeah. then go to the Hockey Hall Yeah. The, the fourth one is a little, I don't know, you guys have to tell me. How about New York? I love New York. The fans can be tough. But I love New York. There's so much to do. And you could actually... I, I, I love New York, but I'm biased. I feel like New York fans wouldn't so much heckle us. They would just be very strong in their love for their own team. But exactly. there's a difference. And I think if you're going to go for an experience, a real baseball experience, like at a Yankees game, would be a real baseball And a long weekend in New York. I mean, yeah. there's so much oh, to do, Oh, my gosh. My gosh. And I have to tell you, I sat by some Mets fans mm. from New York at the game today, today, they were very nice. Did they have that accent? They did. They did. <laughs> but they were very nice. Of course, they were getting pummeled. I was so like, they could have been mean. They could have been salty. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, and so I, what? one thing I went to New York uh, right before the pandemic was to see the 9-11 Memorial Museum. Yep. I had not seen that yet. And so... I, I would highly recommend that if you're thinking about it. So take a look at that Brewer Away schedule and plan some fun, some bring summer and fall game away. I, I think that's it. a great idea. Because I, I love the fathers and sons or fathers and children, period. Just family trips where people start to go and have 
a checklist. Right. They're they want collecting, to visit every single stadium. They're collecting stadiums. Yep. And back in the day, we used to do the American League. And then when the Brewers switched, we started doing the National League. And and. If you have been doing this for years, these people change stadiums quite regularly. So um, it's time to make a trip to a, a city that you've not visited in a while. I like it. So, Rose, I'm just back from Ireland and Northern Ireland. I'm going to talk about this more on the show tomorrow. But it's amazing to think that Ireland, which everybody's familiar with, is a beautiful country. But then a little chunk of it still belongs to England, yeah. basically, Northern Ireland. But it has the same beauty but the culture's a lot different. Have you spent time in Northern Ireland? It's some, and we're getting more people who go to Ireland and do what we traditionally call the smile, yep. Dublin to Shannon, yep. and now are saying, we want more. We want to experience the Northern We want part. the eyebrows. And remember, we could, yeah, put the eyebrows <laughs> on the face. we got to go up to the eyebrows. <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think, remember, there's such a... a history of turmoil in Northern yeah. Ireland and we couldn't go there for a while yeah. and it wasn't safe and now it is and so I think you know I had game you know just it's a it's a whole different experience and I love it when people don't try to chuck too much stuff into one trip they might say you know what we've done uh, the southern part yep. now we are going to do Northern Ireland just devote it to that that's to your point so what a lot of people are doing now is instead of doing the ring of Kerry and that stuff in the far south Waterford they may Maybe do Dublin, and then Belfast is only two hours north of Dublin by by car or by coach. So you can get up to Belfast. One of the best uh, museums in the world every year. It's at the top of the list. Is the Titanic Museum in Belfast? Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. It's weird though when you're there. You go to this beautiful museum. It's just strange that a city's built their identity on a ship that sank. It's kind Isn't of that a strange. It's, it's thing? strange, but somebody had a good idea for marketing. That that's how we're going to get the people to come, and it, the movie didn't hurt. That's the, true. The popularity of that museum yep. definitely soared after the the movie came out. So, and the city is beautiful. It is beautiful, and again, it has kind of a tragic, sad history, but history nonetheless. And for twenty years now, they haven't had. They call that period you refer to as the Troubles. So it's such an Irish thing to yeah. call it the Troubles yeah. when they were bombing and killing each other. Right, right. But for twenty years now, there's been peace in Northern Ireland. Yeah, and so again, we encourage people to try to immerse themselves in the full um, uh, experience when they go to these kind of places, and not just do a pin in the map, pin in the map type. Are you going anywhere fun in April? Uh, actually, we're going to our villa in Jamaica. Not oh our villa, the villa we rent yeah. in Jamaica. I live through you and I watch look at your posts on Facebook when you go to the Jamaica villa. That's incredible. Rose Gray, you can check our show out 9 o'clock Saturdays on WTMJ. Uh, we're always so glad to have you with us. Seattle, San Francisco, Toronto, New York, road games for the Brewers. Great choices, Rose. Thank you. Coming from a true blue Brewers fan, how many opening days in a row so uh, far? Pretty many. Pretty many. <laughs> On occasion, I miss them because I'm traveling, but uh, this was a good one to be at. Let yeah, me tell you, I'm glad was. I didn't miss this one. Thanks for sticking around, Rose. Thanks. You're listening to Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski is with us on what's turned into a soggy opening day, but that's okay. Crew won, and it was dry for all those yes. tailgaters. Niz, hello. Hey, guys. Yeah, I guess walking out of the stadium and driving around, sure. But, hey, we got that roof over our heads, uh, that's which right. paid off game one. Yep, it sure did, and it was good for the tailgaters. So no soggy hot dog buns. I mean, it was pretty good before the game, <laughs> right. too. No freezing it's also not temperatures that either. Sideways, yeah, it's also that not that sideways wind. I've walked around this <laughs> the curve yeah. of the stadium Ooh. before and just been. I mean, it just feels like <laughs> little needles in your face. It's like, whoo! I don't miss that opening day. I remember yeah, that. I'm one. glad. Yeah, it, 
I'm glad that didn't pan out today, you know, but I got a feeling, though, before, uh, you know, we get through April, there's going to be a couple of those days uh, at American Family Field. But, hey, we got close to 60 today. That felt all right. Yeah, for sure. I, to your point, I don't want to dwell on this, but I saw a graphic uh, that we get about two inches of snow every April. Yeah, and and quite honestly, like our trend, um, I know we've talked about this many times, that um, we've seen somewhat, you know, in the last 10 years, um, whether this is something that's going to continue, kind of a seasonal shift where we really don't get much um, winter up until Christmas, and then we we get more snow in March and April, you know, than we get in December. So um, we're not out of the woods yet. However, I will say the pattern is much more spring-like than what we were looking at about a week ago. So um, we it does look like we've turned the page on the seasons. All right, so let's talk through this because there's the chance, uh, a slight chance mm-hmm. of severe weather. It's going to be in the Midwest. Kind of lead us through beginning yeah. tonight what we're talking about. You know what, guys? I, I honestly think the setup is really similar to last Friday, where we have a bullseye where there is going to be like guaranteed tornadoes across western Illinois, a good portion of Iowa, and we're going to find ourselves right on the edge of that. Um, again, this is for tomorrow evening. So this evening, just a few showers, overnight showers, uh, low temperature around 40. Tomorrow starts dry. It's tomorrow afternoon we could get our first round of storms, and then we could see multiple rounds of storms tomorrow night. However, I think there's going to be a strong enough east wind that here in the city of Milwaukee and locations right along the lakeshore, um, the threat of severe weather is going to be greatly minimized because of that strong east wind. But if you're in Jefferson County, Walworth County again, even western Racine and Kenosha counties or Waukesha County, you have a much greater potential for severe weather tomorrow evening. Boy, I'm looking at the map, Niz, and to hear you say almost guaranteed that a tornado will land somewhere, and that's a big portion of you know Missouri, yeah. Iowa, Illinois, Arkansas. That's a, a big area. Yeah, they're already at a level four or five moderate risk for severe weather that covers wow. a good chunk of Iowa and western uh, Illinois. I, I mean, there's going to be tornadoes there, that, and there, there's probably going to be strong tornadoes. I think tomorrow we'll be looking at potentially an upgrade from the Storm Prediction Center, level five of five out that way. I still think we're on the outside looking in of all that mess, but it's going to be too close for comfort, especially spots tomorrow afternoon. If you're around 60 degrees tomorrow afternoon, like way away from the lake, that's going to be enough instability to hold those storms together. Wow. This is that time of year. I remember April 3rd, 1974 in Louisville, Kentucky Mm -hmm. was the first super tornado recorded. and. And that was a really big deal, and that's just the April 3rd date always sticks in my head when we get to the severe weather and that when we were talking about those severe thunderstorms last week and then the possibility of a tornado, I'm like, that is nothing you mess with. When the sky turns green, like, get into shelter. You don't want to be driving. Yeah, and we we saw totally 100 and EF1s that touched down. Yep, and, and I think their energy is going to be there uh, again tomorrow afternoon in the inland spots. Now, I don't want people in Milwaukee to be like completely like you know like don't this is not going to happen. I will just say that if that wind is still off the lake, that greatly minimizes the threat for tornadoes. But just be on your toes. I really want those of you who are well inland for tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, to kind of be aware of the potential for severe weather, including uh, tornadoes, guys. All right, we'll stick it out and check back in with you tomorrow, Niz. Thank you so much. All right, take care, guys. Later.
That's a good song. <laughs> the Brewers roster, full of young talent. We saw some of it today, and they were getting their first real taste of life in the big leagues. One player is managing more than a hectic schedule. WTMJ's Greg Matzik has this story. He's 24 years old and a budding star in the Brewers organization. Swing and a rocket to right center. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and go! For Garrett Mitchell! He just hit one out of here! A first-round draft pick out of UCLA in 2020, Garrett Mitchell appeared in 24 games for the Brewers last season. There's going to be a lot of people who tell you you can or can't do things, but I mean, for me it was never... If it was just a matter of when. Today, Mitchell is managing expectations as an everyday player and type 1 diabetes. Obviously, sharing my story about being a diabetic is something that's important to me and close to my heart. You know, getting at like nine years old, it's obviously a challenge. You know, you have to grow up pretty fast at a young age to have to take care of yourself and have certain types of responsibilities that, you know, most kids don't usually have to have. Recently married, Mitchell has quite the support system at home. Haley being a softball player and understanding what it what it means to be out there every single day and doing stuff, she's a great supporter of what I do, which is the most important thing. Um, and, you know, without her, my life would be, you know, a lot more hectic, I would say. I love those stories. I love the stories where you get to know people's family a little bit. You get to know the players, especially where they're young. And if he's with the club for years, you kind of get to know these guys. Like, remember when Prince Fielder and Ricky Weeks and J.J. Hardy and those mm-hmm. guys were coming up, and you get to know them as young kids and then watch as they become veterans and have families. And develop, yeah, and, and watch their camaraderie, too. So I like to think that this freshman, because people were making fun of me last year. I'm like, there's going to be a lot of fresh faces. And I meant that optimistically, but they, they were like, yeah. Ugh, don't say that. I'm like, Look where we are now. We're very excited about these young, talented athletes. Yeah, we get to watch, and they came up through our system. And I I really, really love that. I love when you get to check out guys that uh, came up through our system. I'm a big fan. So you were all around the ballpark today. I was, and it was really, really cool. You were, too. We both got to meet a lot of people, and I got to catch up with an old friend. Speaking about coming up through the system. Yeah. So the Jacob Kugel Brewing Company has been here for 100 years in the state of Wisconsin. And now Katie Kugel is the fifth generation of that family, and she works for Molson Coors, and they have a brand-new venture here. It's the Kugel Barrel Yard. I was in there. It's incredible. And I got kind of a little bit of a tour and a couple of questions uh, answered from Katie Kugel. This is so cool. It's the and Kugel Barrel Yard. What do you think of this place? It is so cool. It's like a Brewers fan's dream come true. Uh, I was born and raised in Milwaukee. I had my 12th birthday party here. And now I have a restaurant here with my name on it. That's so like cool. it's crazy. It's so cool. I've never seen this many of your beers in one place. There's like 15 beer all on tap. It's so Wisconsin. Yes, uh, you won't get this many lineys on draft, except for the liney lodge and Chippewa Falls. So tell me the feel in here. It feels very Northwoodsy, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like Northwoodsy, but modern and, and bright and fun and well, today is obviously very electric and exciting. Um, it's it's just a really it's a cool ambiance in here. So you're on a desert island. You can take one of your beers with you, only one. What's the beer you're taking? Honey Lemon Light. My this year, Honey Lemon Light. If you haven't tried it, go try it. It is light. It is refreshing. It is like summery and citrusy. It's so good. Brewers, Lime and Kugel, they go together. All right. I'm so excited. Thank you for talking to me. Of course. <laughs>
That is a squeal of oh my delight gosh. if I've ever heard one from she is Katie Line and Kugel. So charming. If you want to see Katie Line and Kugel, that interview I posted on my Twitter and on my Facebook. So John Merkier on Twitter, John Merkier on Facebook. Uh, you can check it out. That's a great vibe. We broadcasted live there last week while you yes. were traveling in Ireland and having your own adventures, just walking into the J Line and Kugel Barrel Yard. Isn't that cool space? It's got that. It definitely has a Northwoods feel, but it's very open and communal. And the artwork inside is vibrant and fun, and it has just a really welcoming. I think it's unique. If there are visitors from other ballparks, they're going to go, ah, this has a real Wisconsin yeah. feel. Okay, so you met a lot of people today walking around. I can't believe all the ground <laughs> that you covered. Tell <laughs> me about one or two of them that most caught your attention. On my sparkly shoes. Oh, I was everywhere. <laughs> I was down in the front row with principal owner Mark Atanasio to say hello, and he had a Joe button on, as did his wife, because remember, his dad, yeah. Joe, used to sing the national anthem yeah. every year on his home beautiful. opening day, and I thought it was just a sweet tribute, and I tweeted that picture out, and I'm going to get her name, Leilana? It's not Leilana. Oh, the little girl. Yes. That same, she sang, yeah. she's with Disney, the yeah, yeah, high school yeah. musical, she's on uh, television now, and she replied that... It was an honor to be there and posted a picture of herself standing next to this huge portrait of Joe Atanasio singing. And Oh, it, my gosh, that's so sweet. Isn't that lovely? So, and that's I so tweeted sweet. her back because she had a spectacular singing voice. Liamani Segura. Liamani. Oh, that's, my gosh. Segura, that's yes. Cool. Uh, so, I was in the front row and Joe Atanasio liked my sparkly shoes. Or, excuse me, uh, Paul. I, I now call him Paul Atanasio. Listen to me. Mark, <laughs> Paul Atanasio produced the house TV show. <laughs> the different I know Atanasio. a lot about the Atanasios. Um, but, so, but all the way there, then I went all the way up to the tippy top to Bernie Brewer's chalet and was there That's for the fun. seventh inning stretch yes. roll out the barrel and then was in the bleachers and there was just a lot and was honestly it was the vibe that I got when I was a Brewer's game day host mm-hmm. this is the best summer job ever and to be around a bunch of people who all are just here to have a great time and be together and celebrate the wins it, it really the magic felt good. of opening day how about you um, Your favorite interaction that you had Well, today. I love being in the barrel yard because I wasn't there with you guys last week, and I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah. They've taken that TGI Fridays, and it feels like you're in the Northwoods now, in Northwoods Cottage when you're there. So it is And it also has a communal amazing. vibe because they've got yeah, benches. Yeah, yeah. It's not just, that. oh, you can only sit at a four-person table and that's it. It's almost like a picnic table. Yeah. It's got that same, that same sort of vibe. If you want to check out our coverage, and we've got a lot of it, it's easy. Go to WTMJ.com. We've posted a lot of stuff. Or follow Sandy and I and Greg on Twitter. It's a great way to keep up with what's going on on the show.